Y'all, I am Tyler Meredith, and welcome to another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy, baby! Let's make some magic. Y'all, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. It is a sensible afternoon hour, an early evening, if you will. I am joined today by one of my series recurring guest stars, as I like to call everyone who graces me with their presence more than one time on the pod. He is truly a force of nature, one of my favorite actors in the city of Chicago. He is so kind, so talented. Truly has my favorite speaking voice I have maybe ever heard. I cannot, cannot get enough of it. Also one of my favorite artistic collaborators. He was just on the Goodman stage. If you got to catch him in Graveyard Shift, you are lucky because he slayed, slayed, slayed. The one and the only Debo Belogan. Thank you so much for coming back. Girl, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for making me blush in that beautiful intro. (laughs) Anytime, anytime, anytime. (laughs) Here to make you blush. (laughs) I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you're you're hanging out with me again. (laughs) I'm I'm glad you asked me back. Not many people can tolerate me more than more than once. So I appreciate I appreciate it. That's a lie. That is just <laughs> a lie. And I, you know what? Show me the person who said that. I would love to have a very strong word of conversation with them. Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, we mentioned before we met doing a play outside. It was very sweaty. Um, and then we, we have gotten, I mean, that was the first show we did together and then get to see each other when we're able to audition in person. Like, I feel like all the time, I feel like I always get to see you and it's always a treat. You, you like after, after we did that play, you were my readers for several auditions (gasps) that I went to after that, which was, Which was so much fun because I enjoyed getting to like see you and like it, it was it was great having to get to have like a familiar face be on the opposite side of the table. Oh, so good, I felt like good. at least someone was on my side and like they're, 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 they're always on my side. They always are. They always are. No, it's I'm glad that makes me happy to hear. Um we're talking about like being a reader in an audition, basically like someone comes into audition and then uh, like you have someone who reads the scene with you and I luckily get to do that um, as one of my jobs. And I'm so glad you feel that way because I get really nervous when my friends come in because I, I just I worry it freaks people out. And <laughs> I am so excited to see I mean, to see everyone. It's just the best job. But like, yeah, obviously getting to see you. I'm like, keep your cool, keep your cool. And then right. in my mind, I'm like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. Like, I get so fucking ner- I sweat so much. I get so nervous nervous um when yeah it's just it's it's hard I don't want to screw it up for anyone especially not my friends (laughs) as as an an actor like you you know how hard it is like going up there and doing doing your thing and you don't want to be that you fuck up someone else's audition yes the empathy is high like it's very it's very very high yeah it's like I I wonder I've wondered a lot in this time if 
because I've been saying that now everyone is on like an actor schedule. Like everyone's like, what are days? And I'm like, oh, that's literally how we feel all the time. Like we don't know what days are unless we're in, you know, like we don't have weekends. We have Monday off, yeah. maybe, you know, <laughs> and like maybe, probably not. But like, yeah, it's just, it's been interesting to me that and like everyone being put in a place of uncertainty, it's been, it's been like, right. Yes. I was like, I was like, it's somewhat satisfying to be like, you know, and everyone's like, we don't know what's happening. And I was like, literally, this is every day of every actor's life that you have been binging on any streaming platform. (laughs) (laughs) It's just true. Like, and yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I just think that's so interesting. I was like, oh, you still like don't really get it, nor will you, you know, you'll, you know, most people won't understand. But I was like, oh, right. Everyone's being forced into a life of uncertainty where your schedule is out of your control. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I'm tell so- me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more about that glamorous life. I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought that was very interesting. Um, but we, as you know, we like to start off the pod by asking the same three questions to all of our guests. Um, one, what is your relationship like with Disney? Um, my relationship with it's 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 a great relationship, is what it is. <laughs> it's, it's tender and loving and full of, of 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 mutual respect and adoration for one another. Wow! Whoa! Wow! Wow! wow. I want to get. I'm like. I want that. Where is that? Right. <laughs> Just kidding. I have that in my marriage, but also with Disney, I could get it with this. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's I, I I love Disney I love Disney and watching uh, the, the topic of today's podcast have, have been able to watch that for the first time reminded me of why I love it so much um, just because of the amount of imagination and humanity that goes into it um, yeah. I feel like they they do a really amazing job Disney of taking like really mundane situations and. Yeah just kind of like blowing them up and expanding them in a bunch of different directions and seeing like, how far can we take this? How, how far can we expand this world and still make it relatable to people? Um, and it's kind of how I felt watching, watching uh, Ralph breaks the internet for this, for this episode. Um, yeah. 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 That's great. That's great. I mean, if you, if you had to pick uh, your top three Disney movies, what would they be? Okay, um, hands down, top three, Lion King. Oh, so good, so good. Lion, number, not in, not in any particular order, Lion King. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got some Lion King, got some Aladdin. Aladdin's up in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got some, 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 some Lilo and Stitch action. Right. You love Lilo and Stitch. Lilo, like Lilo and Stitch, underrated. Underrated. underrated it is so underrated some of the best music some of the best quotes like they're like i'm sorry ohana it means family like that like just there's so many great things about that movie i totally agree i think it's super underrated it's also super fucking funny it's so funny it's and and the the tv series that got that's yes. fun off there was also amazing i don't know if anyone remembers that but there was a whole tv series i do off- Yes, I do. And I am like, 
your grandmother in terms of age, and I watch that shit. So <laughs> get out of here. I just love, I know, I already told the story about how I accidentally miscalculated my age after a conversation we had, <laughs> and then I called myself the wrong age for an entire year, and it's just my favorite story. It's also because it had nothing to do with you. It was my horrible, horrible ability to add numbers together, like, and <laughs> subtract them. <laughs> so that's why I, I, you know, that's why I was 31 for two years, and that's fine. No one needs to know about it. <laughs> That's fine. That's great. I love that you have two like '90s classics, and then just like a scent, like you know what was I think Lilo and Stitch was like maybe like 2000, like somewhere around there, maybe. The the year that jumps out to me is 2003 for some reason. I don't know if that's. I trust that. Uh, I trust that. I'm gonna go with it. (laughs) Early 2000s. Yes, classic. Classic. If you if you could be any character in the Disneyverse, who would you be? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so the the last time I was on the show, my answer mm-hmm. was Aladdin, because um, mm-hmm. major 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 crush on Princess Jasmine. I mean, um, who didn't? You know, let's be. And that is that is still my answer. But I could also see myself being um, the magic carpet from, from this movie. With bit of bit of a left field answer, but yes, but like somehow like makes sense. Like you're just the kindest, most helpful human, and I'm like, oh, and you're precious. You know, I'm like, oh, of course. Like, and you're smart as hell. I see it. I see but it. Also, also, like, Carpet's got a bit of an attitude. Yes. You get snappy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And because Carpet is so nice, when there is an attitude, you don't expect it, and it is very exciting, which yeah. I think is also true for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah Aladdin, Aladdin and Carpet are... Two, two parts of my of my being. Wow. I love that. I think that all checks out. It all checks out. I love I love to hear it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you briefly mentioned the movie you chose today, which I'm so excited because I just found out that you hadn't seen it until watching it for this podcast. Yeah, which, my first time watching it. And that's so exciting. I hadn't seen it. I... This was maybe my third or fourth time seeing it. I don't think I had seen it in probably like a year. Um, but we're talking about Ralph Breaks the Internet or Wreck-It Ralph 2. Um, came out two years ago, 2018. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, was there anything in particular that made you want to watch this? Or like made you want to select it? Um, I, I had heard nothing but amazing things about it from all of my friends and, and colleagues mm-hmm. who had seen it. Um, mm-hmm. so that was, that was the, that was the main reason. The, the, the B reason was that, um, there's, there's a particular scene in the movie, which is when, um, uh, what's, what's the kid's name again? Uh, uh Vanellope Von Schweetz. Vanellope. And Vanellope <laughs> and she's in the room with all the Disney princesses. Yes. <laughs> I distinctly remember seeing that scene as part of the promotional material for this movie as it was coming out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember, I remember seeing that scene and thinking that the dialogue was just hilarious. Um, yes. 
I was like, yes. I have to, I have to see this movie. And I didn't, I didn't see it like when it was in theaters, but um, when you came to me with the opportunity to talk about a Disney movie, yeah, I thought that this was the perfect chance to, to fulfill that, that dream. Yes. Yes. No, I think that's so great. I think it's so exciting when like either myself or the guest hasn't seen the movie before. Um, that makes it so interesting. And this isn't one, this is one I know like well, but I'm not like, Oh, back of my hand. So like that also, you know, is so exciting. Um, and it's such to, to me like this, this like heightened magical, like incredibly creative world that they create in this. And we kind of were chatting about it, but like, yeah, it's like this like inside out, like the world they create an inside out or like up like this, just like it to me is like what Pixar does, you know, at, like, or Disney studios, like at its best. I mean, just like you just get so transported and also like learn amazing lessons along the way. But like, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, right. Watching a movie like this during a time like this, like be allowing yourself to have like levity and a breath and just like, you know, a, a moment of escape, I feel like is why these movies are so amazing. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And going off of that, one of the things that I feel like Pixar does really well, um, as is evidenced in movies in movies like Wreck It Ralph and Toy Story and Inside Out, and mm-hmm. and even Monsters Inc. Actually, now that yeah. I think about it, yeah, like two parallel worlds where mm-hmm. either like one world is cognizant of the other. But mm-hmm. that world isn't cognizant of that world. If that makes sense, that was a really poor. Yeah. No, but. no, no, no. Like, yeah, two parallel worlds, and like one, the two worlds don't know that the other exists. I mean, basically, like the way that they exist, or that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's it's so smart. It's so smart. I just love it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, and yeah, we got. This whole movie is so creative. I'll probably say that like a thousand times, but I just, I think it is so smart. I think it is so smart um, and so special. And I, I too, loved Wreck-It Ralph 1, um, but there's something for me about the creativity and the relationship, the platonic, but like very clearly loving relationship between like Ralph and Vanellope, I think is so lovely. Um, and, and so rare, especially in a Disney movie. (laughs) Um, so I thought like that was really lovely and really nice. Um, but, um, we, we open, we're we're at Lickwax Arcade, um, and we are listening to Vanellope and Ralph. Um, I love that we, we zoom into the outlet and, um, and then we are in this like, train station of sorts and they're just like talking shit on other arcade characters like you know like they're at like union station i just i was like of course like of course they're like in this train station and then they just walk into their game like it's so simple 
it's so simple, but they like created an entire world. It blows it's my just, mind. It's just like so matter of fact, like this is just, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, exactly. It's like they present it in such a plain, like simple way that you have to accept it. Like you can't, right. you, you can't not buy into it kind of, um, yeah, it's so smart. And um, they, th- I love that they're just like going about their day. They go drink some root beer in this game that's like a root beer drinking game, question mark. Like, I was like, what is this game? <laughs> <laughs> you drink was that, beer? <laughs> was that supposed to be a root beer? Was that supposed to be like a root beer drinking game that they were in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was like you came to the bar and you tried to chug beer something i i don't know i i couldn't figure it out i that i had questions uh about that one um but then they sneak they sneak into the tron game have you seen tron are you like a tron i have not seen no i never never saw it yeah i um I did not either. I, um, <laughs> sorry, I was letting my cat out of my room, people. You know, sometimes she's a queen. She's just got to go. She was ready to leave. She was done with me. You wanted um, to be episode. Right. Yeah, she, exactly like you said. She was <laughs> like, I am jealous of Debo. Why are you paying attention to him? Like, why aren't you paying attention to me? <laughs> you know? Just, ugh, God, what a bitch. Um, but yeah, so, um... <laughs> So, so Tron, like, I, I know nothing about this movie. All I know is that there is a ride at one of the Disney parks outside of the U.S., um, and it's super successful. It's a like a roller coaster, essentially. But you, like, ride a motorcycle. I mean, it sounds so fucking cool. Um, and they're building it in Magic Kingdom, like it's currently being built, and it, oh I think I, either Magic Kingdom or Epcot. I, I could be wrong, but I think it's Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland, and um, it's like it is a big deal. Like it's going to be like their next big thing. So when they set when they snuck into Tron, I was like, "That's weird. Is that like marketing slash foreshadowing? Like, what what is that? That's so specific. Like <laughs> clearly, clearly you own that game. But maybe I just thought that because I had never seen the movie." Like, I just don't know anything about that movie. I mean, probably, probably was a little bit of shameless plugging there. Would not be surprised. Oh, sure. Oh, sure, sure. As Disney does. You know, they're yeah, want to do. Uh, um, but they run into a... Because, uh, oh, yeah, Vanellope, before they go in, they're like, I think there's something wrong with this game. Um, they go in. They obviously, like, run into this little virus situation that Vanellope tried to point out. But uh, also, Vanellope von Schweetz voiced by Sarah Silverman, some of my favorite Disney casting of all time because she is like the antithesis of someone who you would think could ever be in a Disney movie because right. of the con- like so outspoken, so liberal, so funny, so crass, so inappropriate. Like I love it. I love that they cast her as like the offbeat Disney princess. <laughs> she nailed it. I feel like I feel like Vanellope Vanellope very much is Sarah Silverman at that age. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, she, it, I think so much of what she says, too, so many, like, little quips and things, like, she improved, like, it, it just seems like it is her. Yeah, it's like, it is 
it couldn't be anyone else because I'm like, that looks like a tiny Sarah Silverman. Like you just, right. did you just draw her? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, and John C. Riley is Ralph again. Great casting. I mean, so great. Just like a lovable big dude, you know, like John Goodman, but not basically. Right. This, <laughs> yeah. That, that, this whole voice cast is really good. I was looking through the, um, the IMDb page after I saw the movie and I was like, oh shoot, there are a lot of like really like powerhouse actors in this cast. Yes. Yeah. Gal Gadot. Mm -hmm. Like what? Who is, I mean, I'll talk about it, but is just as hot as a cartoon as she is in real life. Like which thousand percent. Oh my God. I was like, I'm so attracted to this cartoon. I'm also like mad because she's so beautiful as a cartoon. Like she's such a badass. Yeah. I like her. And I love that Jane Lynch, um, is, um, <laughs> is who's married to fix it. Felix, um, AKA Kenneth from <laughs> 30 rock. Um, it's just, it's like, yeah, I feel like the list goes on and on. Not to mention Taraji P Henson as yes, we'll get to her. Yeah. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> she is so fucking good and so well cast. Like, I mean, I just think there's nothing she can't do. She's just like one of the most charismatic people and like talented humans. Um, and, and I love, yeah, I mean, we'll get to her, but I, I just think she's perfect. She's perfect. She's perfect in that role. She slays. Um, but yeah, so they're uh, now they've had some root beer. They were on the Tron game, Vanellope and Ralph. They're hanging out in the football game, just like laying on the field. Um, and I love that this is really the first time we kind of get this narrative of Ralph being like, you know, I just like fucking love my life. Like my life is so great. There's nothing else I would want. I think it's perfect. Um, and Vanellope's like, oh, I just like kind of want more, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, and I think that like, again, I was like, of course, you know, Disney or Pixar would have this narrative, this like incredible narrative of, you know, wanting more than the life you have, which I think a lot of the newer princesses do, but like, that's so cool. Like for, you know, just, yeah, to present a character who isn't satisfied um, and who, you know, is tired of doing the same thing. Like, I just think that's really cool, especially in, like, a young female character. I think that's and really is, neat. Yeah. Like, having her be that 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 self-aware at such a seemingly, like, young age. Cause yes. Because she she's, like, maybe more than, like, maybe, like, what, 11, 12 years mm -hmm. old? Maybe, maybe even younger. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she like just starts, yeah. Right. And <laughs> she very much, like, knows herself, which is yeah. scary. And that conversation, <laughs> I feel like, really effectively sets up the, like, the, the, interpersonal conflict between her and Ralph that kind of reaches a boiling point later in the movie. Um, totally. Yeah. 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 And everyone, you know, um, they're the next day, everybody is, they're going to check out who's getting plugged in. They're now they're in the train station again. They're seeing he's plugging in a game, but it's just whiffy 
or wifey, as Ralph says, which I love. He makes some joke about like, well, this is either a game for like, is it something who likes wiffle ball or like something like that? Or like it's a marriage game, like some like horrible dad joke. It's so good. It's so good. Um and yes, and <laughs> meanwhile, we find out, obviously, Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, he's there to let us know um, what Wi-Fi is. And so he's they're getting the internet at the arcade, um, but they won't let them go in and explore it. Um, and Vanellope's like, ugh, I just want to go get a new track. I want something more. And the more I say this, I'm like, well, this is very, like, Belle. This is very, like you know, um, Moana and, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense that like, yeah, the, this, this narrative especially, but yeah, as you say, like to be so young and, and realize that you're unsatisfied with the life you're living. I mean that, yeah, that's huge self-awareness. <laughs> like I mean, I it's was, huge. was not that awake when I was her age. So kudos. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it really, I think it takes so much bravery too to like voice that. And mm-hmm. I think I love that about Vanellope that she's not afraid to disagree with her best friend. Um, and, but obviously, I mean, we'll get into that. He um, doesn't see things the same way. Um, but Ralph then, because she wants a new track is like, listen, okay, great. I'm going to go into Vanellope's game. I'm just going to like make this new fucking track for her. And Vanellope's racing in her game and she is slaying. I mean, what a badass driver. Like, and she's so cool. She has candy in her hair. Like what? She's fucking awesome. I love, love this little lady. Um, and I love that she glitches. I love that that becomes her superpower. It's so cool. So cool. Um, But yeah, so she decides to take this new track that Ralph has built, um, and she's having a great time. uh, But the girl playing the game actually causes her to spin out of control, and the steering wheel fucking breaks, and then it falls off. It is not, it's not a great sitch. It's not good. Not good. Not great. But that watching watching that scene was really stressful. <laughs> um, yes. Like, oh my god, this is so bad. This is not ideal. Someone's gonna crash. <laughs> I lo- yeah, you narrating this is so bad. This is not ideal. Yes, that like <laughs> that is absolutely how I felt. I think I was like, ah, I hate, I hate, I hate. I know it's gonna be bad. Yeah, it was not 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 great. It was not great. Um. And meanwhile, um, Mr. Litwack, he can't afford to order new parts. I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. Um, I yeah, Litwack? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with that. Um, and so uh, so we can't afford to order a new part because it's really fucking expensive because the game is old. Um, so he's like, well, like, you know, someone's coming here this weekend. I guess I'm just going to have to sell this game for parts. Um, and he's going to unplug Sugar Rush and everyone flips the fuck out like there's a mass exodus. It's you got to get out of the game. Otherwise, you get deleted. What was, what was so like surprisingly dark about that is that all of a sudden all of these game characters that were a part of of, of sugar rush were like yeah i'm homeless now and i was yes. like oh 
oh shit, that's that's real. <laughs> Fuck. Yes. Yeah. And I love that they were like, well, you know, we'll have a meeting and f- figure out where you all can go. I mean, yeah, they have to go somewhere. And I love that I love that Disney and Pixar addressed that. Instead of just being like, and then everyone went somewhere, you know, they're like, no, you have to deal like your home was taken from you. So like now, you know, yeah, I was real. I was I was shocked rewatching it. I was like, oh, they addressed that. Wow. Yeah. I I did not remember that at all. Disney Pixar, like these past past decade, they're like not sugarcoating any punches. They're just like, this is <laughs> this is life, kids. Welcome yes. To- <laughs> Yes. And for adults, they're like, you know, it's life. And we're just sobbing, you know, like, (laughs) fucking, you know, I know. I think the next one they have coming out is called Soul. And that's coming out, supposed to come out in July. And I, I cannot remember the tagline, but it's something like, like, what, it's something, I mean, obviously it's something about your soul. I read, I didn't even see a fucking teaser and I read the fucking like tagline and I was like, I'm destroyed. Like it's all, it's about your purpose and like it's beautiful, like jazz music and it's beautiful and like uh, about your destiny. I'm out. I mean, I'm, I'm already in tears. Yeah. I like, I'm like, no, I won't survive, but I will see it. That sounds like it'll destroy me. So yes. <laughs> right. It sounds like another Coco situation where right. I just could not, I could not leave. I like was like, I have to go to the bathroom and cry some more because I can't <laughs> stop. So yeah, I more. Was like, right, right. I was like, there's more in here. I just need another minute. I got to let him out. Um, but um, meanwhile, so Ra- Ralph has taken Vanellope up onto the roof of his building in his game, and he's trying to make her feel better. He's, like, trying to build her a fort, and, like, that's very sweet. But I feel like Vanellope, I mean, yeah, she's super lost. Like, and we get this incredible conversation of her talking about how much she loved her job. Like, she loved her game. She loved her job. Um, and this really hit home with me. I don't know about you, but like, yeah, Ralph was like, well, no, you're going to have the best life ever. All you get to have to do is like drink and hang out. And like, she's like, no, that is who I am. Like racing is who I am. Racing made me feel alive. And I was like, wow, the, like this conversation about career and identity and like, you know, does your career make you who you are or vice versa? Um, you know, that I just thought was super fascinating. And mm-hmm. to have this little girl be like, no, like, I love working, <laughs> which, you know, yeah, I think as artists, a lot of people don't understand um, <laughs> when we try and have this conversation with them. <laughs> I mean, I think, I mean, I mean, now, now, especially when so many it's speaking from the perspective of, of artists, like so many artists are like not knowing when they're going to be able to do that thing again. Um, yeah. And it's such a, like, it, it just throws you for a loop. Cause you're like, this was, this was what got me up in the morning. This was what I, I dedicated like my life and all of my like emotional energy to. And now it's just yeah. frozen for an indefinite amount of time. Like what, what do I do now? I think this is, yeah. I yeah. feel so, it. Yes, I, I, yeah, I really think, I feel like, I mean, any artist I've talked to feels, you know, the same way. It's like, you know, um, 
to to have the thing taken away from you that you have trained your whole life to do um, and that you love so deeply because we're so lucky that like we both, you know, have careers as actors. Like it's, it's been brutal. I mean, it's, you know, and, and I, I feel like, yeah, this hit home for me hearing her say this so much. I was like, oh, right. Like it, it, you know, as much as like, um, it's not like the only thing that defines us as a person, obviously, but like being an artist is like in your bones and like, it, you know, it is, it is who you are. It's not all of who you are, but it's a really big part of it you know, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah, it's been, it's been, it's been rough. Um, but <laughs> you know what? We, we are gonna, we're getting through, we're doing cool, weird shit like this and, uh, voiceovers. And <laughs> I'm like, welcome to my artist podcast that I tricked Debo into being on. Um, hey. it is not, <laughs> I am I am here of my own volition. Thank you very much. Yes. Oh my God. Thank God. Such a blessing. Um, but yes. So fix it, Felix. Meanwhile, he is finding homes for all of the Sugar Rush characters. Um, and Felix and his wife, um, aka Calhoun, aka Jane Lynch, <laughs> who is like basically a transformer. Like it's she is so badass. I love her character. That's who I want to be in a video game. I want to be like six feet tall, six five, and like cool, like hair, like a cool undercut. And then like it slicked back. Yeah, basically the antithesis of like my five foot ass nature. But like I, that's what I dream about. Like when I would play video games, I would be like, how tall can she be? <laughs> she is. She is so badass. She's I, I so badass. Both She's, she was. Yes, she is stacked. I'm like, you are so muscular. Like, you're so awesome. I loved her. She was very like, um, uh, oh my God, I can't remember anyone's name from Game of Thrones, literally ever. Um, Brienne of Tarth, like very Brienne of Tarth to me. <laughs> um, but, um, but yes, so, um, so <laughs> they decide to adopt all 15 racers from the Sugar Rush game and they are a fucking night mare they're a nightmare they're just the worst they're little brats when they first get that that's a lot of kids at once also and like all teenagers oh no no absolutely not (laughs) under no circumstances (laughs) Mm -hmm. way 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 too much teenage energy for one household Oh, for sure. Yep. No, thanks. No, thanks. No, thanks. Um, And (laughs) what I do love at the end of the movie that they explain why they're so nice now. And they're like, this is the this is the secret to parenting the perfect child. And then cars drive over all of it. So you can't hear what they say. It's so good. Like, I love I was like, this is such a like parent joke, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) it's just so good. Um. But yeah, so Ralph is waiting for Vanellope at Tapper's, the pub, you know, the root beer pub. Mm-hmm. And um, Felix shows up and Ralph is like, now we start getting this narrative of insecurity in Ralph, which I also think is really interesting. Um, and uh, and like, again, I mean, we talked about this a lot in, when we recorded Into the Spider-Verse, but this idea of how Disney 
I feel like has taken the idea of male characters, like dominant male characters, um, and making them vulnerable and showing vulnerability and, um, you know, like accessibility to their emotions in male characters. I feel like they've made that such a priority. And again, I love that, like, you have this gi- like this giant dude who likes breaks shit. And like, we see him cry in this movie. We also see him be insecure, which I think is such an interesting emotion to show in a character. And like, yeah, like not one I feel like we see a lot. Certainly not in like a quote unquote villain, you know, even though he's not. But yeah, right. And it's like like very much like the archetypical like alpha male in terms of like first looks and physical appearance and what you would be, we would, you would discern off of him is like six foot tall, probably more than that. Giant arms, very stocky, like burly manly looking dude. Um, but like the biggest marshmallow inside. Um, Yeah. Yeah. He's like not, not, not afraid to show that. Um, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. like what you see is what you get with him. And mm-hmm. I really, I really loved getting to see that. Me too. Yeah, me too. It's beautiful. Um, and Vanellope is like, now she's just building things in Ralph's bricks in his game. And Ralph pops up and he's like, listen, I have this idea. Um, oh yeah. He was, um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, we, we're sorry. I got us sidetracked. We were talking about, he was at Tappers. Felix shows up and Ralph is insecure because he's like, she said like, I'm not enough for her as a friend, which is not what she said, but that is what he heard, which again, I think the idea of communication in any relationship is super important. And I love that they're showing, they're showing a male character, like, I, I just feel like so often a female character would be presented in this way and be like, that's right. not like, but he said, you know, I think it's so, so smart. Um, and he's like, no, she said I wasn't enough for her as a friend. And Ralph is like, wait a minute, hold on. He like sounds out the word eBay with Felix. <laughs> it's oh, that's E-boy. E boy, and so good. That scene had me dying. <laughs> it's like, what a bit! Like, what bit is this? What are we doing? I, and I love when Felix finally goes, like, I don't think I know what you're getting at here, bud. Like, he just. <laughs> Neither did I. I was like, Ralph, what same. are you trying to get from this? I know. Same. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, eBay. Gotta, 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 gotta. Um, but he's like, oh, great. I could go to eBay. I could find the part. Finds Penelope. He's like, listen, we are going to the fucking internet. And she's like, hell yeah. Like, she's fucking stoked. Um, they lie to the guy who is <laughs> who is monitoring the um, entrance to the internet um, so they can get in there. And they're like fuck yeah, we are on this fucking journey. We are having this quest. Shit is great. And then they end up in the router because it hasn't been turned on yet. And I really loved that. (laughs) They they took it in stride. They're like, all right, we're here. We'll have fun. Right. I know. They were like, well, I wonder where eBay is. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, they didn't get discouraged at all. Um, And then I love that we cut to Mr. Litwax um, trying to connect the internet. Um, and then, and then I feel like, yeah, this is like really when shit kind of gets off to the races as far as like 
I love that they establish one world. And they're like, cool. So you like probably think you know what the movie's going to be and like whatever. And then they're like, no, this is like literally a universe we created right. within this one film. He turns on the internet and then I love this conceit. I mean, I do love tiny versions of like larger version things. I think that's precious at all times. But like I, I love the idea that these little square headed bobbles are mm-hmm. us like in the internet world it's so cute it's so smart um so, again it makes it like, like i was saying before it takes something like so mundane like someone like you or i doing it in an internet search and turns it into something that is so like bigger <laughs> so much bigger than itself um, yes so much fun to be a part of that's so yeah that's so smart and like Or even, yeah, like you said, Monsters, Inc., like the idea of like someone being scared by something in their closet and then creates an entire fucking world out of it. Like, it's brilliant. It's just brilliant. And tiny Mr. Litwack shows up in the router um, and they all end up getting zapped away um, in these little pods. Uh, They're going away from the arcade and it is like a full like Bifrost in Thor. Like it is like a wild fucking journey. Like and and Vanellope is super into it. Ralph is super not into it. I don't think I'd be into it. I think I would throw up. It looked very intense. Well, I thought you were, are you not a roller coaster fan? No. Oh, no. No. (laughs) I I have extreme motion sickness. So, um, yeah, I can't swing on swings, which is honestly the saddest thing of my life. Um, But, um, no, yeah, I'm not a roller coaster person. I do love... I love Big Thunder Mountain at Disney World, um, which is basically a child's roller coaster. Um, but no, if it's outside, like Disney roller coasters, I can handle because I'm inside and I can't see what's coming. But if I'm outside, I'm out. Like, I can't do it. I wish I could. It looks like a lot of fun. Do you love them? <laughs> I am a roller coaster junkie. I love them uh-huh. so much. <laughs> uh-huh. Checks out. Uh-huh. Yeah favorite thing in the world and i'm so upset that i'm not gonna get to go to six flags this year oh that's right are they not opening at all i haven't heard anything official but i doubt it i doubt i mean because they're aren't they only open for like the summer like summer into fall really from from like may so like right now through halloween pretty much Oh, no. Yeah, their Halloween is so cool. (laughs) Oh, man. I hope. Well, I hope. Fingers crossed. Um, But, yeah, they – when they're – they finally are, like, like in this weird Bifrost transit situation um, of this cord – and when they do the fucking reveal into the internet – like, I remember gasping in the theater. Like, that – it's – like in Monsters Inc. when or or in Inside Out, like when they do the reveal of like all of the memories, or they do the reveal of all the thousands of doors, I it it truly I was like I was gobsmacked. I mean, it's just like it's so well done and it's massive. The scale of it is just the jaw dropping, amazing. 
It, yeah, it really is. And the, there are so many. I wish I could go through like every fucking detail of this internet because it is so fucking cute and so creative. I could just do an hour podcast just about the details in these <laughs> scenes. Like it is so, so smart. Um, and they land in this hub. And like we mentioned before, they're all just these like precious tiny cube versions of themselves um and it just it's like they're just in this amazing like futuristic like unimaginable city it's like this super cool it's like new york but also like not i don't know it's it's wild i don't know how they created this it really blows my mind it very much reminded me of um New New York and Futurama. I don't know if you're oh, Futurama. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah, and so they, they find Nosemore, who is one of my favorite characters. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, a tiny pretentious man in like a graduation cap and gown. Like, mm, I love that, him. That is that is that is your search engine. Yeah, that is, yes. He's like, what do you want? Whom? Right, whom? Who won the Oscar in 1976? Who? I'm like, yeah, I love you. You're like transatlantic. You're you're little dialects. I don't know where you're from. You sound very pretentious. I'm interested. Tell me, tell me where to go. (laughs) Where are we going? Um, But I love, love that character. Love that he's like, ask Jeeves. Um, If you, do you remember ask Jeeves? Did like not? Does not ring a bell? Okay, great. So this was. Oh my god! I love that I get to tell you what this website was. (laughs) This I, I think this website was around when we had a gateway computer, which, like, I mean, essentially it was like before Dell, I guess. Um, and it came in this like box that was covered in cow print. That was like the thing. What am I saying? It sounds like I'm making this up. Um, but. Yeah, like the cow print from like Chick-fil-A, but it's like on a computer box. That was their thing. I don't know why. Why was it a cow? Yeah, what? Uh, what? What? That, that, what that. marketing team? But everyone loved it. I loved it because I was like, oh, my God, it comes in the cow box. What the fuck? <laughs> I was like 10. What did I give a shit? Like, what the fuck do I care about packaging and branding? Um, but um, so... There, so when I had this gateway computer, which again, sounds like I'm making this name up um, as I'm talking about it, but um, you it, you would go to Ask Jeeves. This was like, I think before Google was a thing, it, it was like Bing or Yahoo or like, you know, like whatever. It, and it was Ask Jeeves. And you would go there and type in a question or type in a thing and it would give you an answer. And it was, like, the coolest shit ever. I mean, yes, I am old enough that, like, I remember pre-internet. And when the internet came out, that shit was wild. I mean, that was wild. Like, AOL, you better believe I had AIM. I was all up in the AIMs. I remember those days. I remember AIM. Okay, great, great. Okay, good. Okay, good. (laughs) Ask Jeeves. I'm like holding my eyes apart. Like I'm like giving myself a facelift with my hands. I'm like, it's fine. Everyone's (laughs) great. Um, No, that's awesome. I love that I just got to explain that to you. (laughs) 
Thank you for educating me on yes. um, mm-hmm. the history yes. of search engines. You're welcome. You know, got a degree, not in that, but should have. But um, but yes, I think knows more is based on Ask Jeeves. Um, and um, I love that then this tiny little box um, takes them to eBay. Like that's how everyone gets transported in these little like cylinder like of information cubes. It's like, I don't know how to describe any of the stuff in this movie because it's all so surreal, you know, but somehow makes sense. It's like everything you could have ever dreamed. Like if, mm-hmm. if you could like everything you could have ever dreamed about how the internet functions on the inside. Yes. And your wildest fantasies and, and that's it. Yes, exactly. And like, I mean, everything is fucking there. I love that they have Facebook, they have Instagram, like um, they have BuzzTube, which we find out, which I did. I remember seeing this and going, why don't they have YouTube? And I, I, I couldn't figure out if it was because maybe they couldn't get the licensing, but I'm like, you're fucking Disney. Like you you got it for everything else and not, so I don't know. Yeah, I'll I'll look into that later because I was wondering about that. I was like, why isn't it just called YouTube? I don't just kinda, assume I don't... that Disney owns everything by now in some way, shape, or form. Yes, <laughs> yes, they do. Right? <laughs> I'm like, I feel like they do. Um, but yeah, but so like, I mean, everything is there. But I think my favorite part is the the birds. The how Twitter is actually just little bluebirds. It's little birds. I screamed. It's, it's the so, cutest. It's so fucking cute. It's so annoying. It's so cute, and then it's annoying because it's cute. It's so good. Like who thought of that? Why did? Why can't I think of something like that? It's brilliant. Um, but yeah, but the um, and then they get to eBay, um, and and they start to encounter pop ups again. Like, how brilliant to make it be, like, an actual character, like, pushing these things on people. It's so smart. Right, like, like street vendors or... I remember yes. there was this... My, my sisters and I traveled to Mexico um, in... It was, like, in January, I want to say. And mm-hmm. one of the things that they tell you before you go there is that as soon as you get off the airport... And we got off, we got off at the airport in Cancun. And as mm-hmm. soon as we like got off and like got our luggage and started heading out to you know get our cab to the hotel, um, we were just like bombarded by a bunch of different vendors trying to take advantage of the fact that we were American tourists and trying to sell us on shit. Um, uh-huh. and that's mm-hmm. very much what it felt like was just a barrage of desperate people trying to make money off of you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I remember that from when I went there too. And like, and yeah, I, (laughs) yeah, that is how it feels on the internet. Like I love when I'm just like trying to look at something and they're like, Oh, you never seen these 22 pictures before of these morgues. And I'm like, get the fuck off of my page. I'm trying to read some shit. Please (laughs) stay away. Get out of here. Um, but I do, I love that it, they're like, they're like, you want to make money off of video games? Like, it's like these, like, these like newsies, like right. trying to, <laughs> trying to swindle them. It's so smart. It's so smart. Um, 
And then I love that when they get to eBay, it is a literal auction floor. Like it is as if you are going to a massive live auction. It is so smart. I mean, what? Of course it is. It couldn't be anything else. Like, of course, of course. Um, and they they do win the steering wheel, um, but they they did bid twenty seven thousand dollars and like one cent, I think. <laughs> yeah. That that whole yeah. that whole bidding process stressed me out so much as mm-hmm. soon as they started misinterpreting the roles and because oh, they, they don't realize that the the numbers that they keep betting are actual dollar amounts that they'll right. have. And so they just like keep trying to one up the other guy betting on the, on the steering wheel and they end up getting to like 2,700 or $27,000. And I'm just like, Holy shit, this is so bad. This is so bad. It's so stressful. Yeah. It was very stressful. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that either. Yeah. Anytime I'm watching something and people start, if they misunderstand what they're supposed to do and think they're doing it correctly, that actually makes me like, it is very hard for me to watch that in any form, any movie, any play. I can't handle it. I'm like, no, 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 no. (laughs) This is going terribly wrong. Um, Yeah. I also found that stressful and they clearly do not have money because they're video game characters. Right. Um, and so they're like, that's fine. You have 24 hours to pay for it or you forfeit the item. And I was like, I didn't know that was true. Maybe that is an, e- an e-boy, an e-boy rule. E-boy. Um, <laughs> e-boy. <laughs> um, and Vanellope is really, really stressed out. And then when she gets stressed, she glitches a lot, which I think a lot of us can relate to um, in current times. I feel like... Um, Maybe we all feel like we are glitching a lot. Um, but I was like, anxiety feels like that. I think that yeah. actually was a really like a great representation of how like you, you know, like she doesn't feel like she has any control. What a horrible feeling. Mm-hmm. Especially um, for a young girl that just like lost her her heart and soul. Yes, yes. Um, and they um they are oh the spammy like PJ guy or the spam his name is oh I'm so sorry JP Spamley is his name um, which we love um, and they're like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and they find when they find this pop up guy Spamley is like hey why don't you come to my place and I'll help you you know like get rich quick playing video games because I'm a loot hunter and I was like. Is that real? Are loot hunters real on the internet? Like, does this really happen in video games? Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I mean, like, I and then I was like, damn, I wonder if people who play video games, like, super competitively, which I really admire because my attention span, I mean, a movie is about all I got. And I used to be (laughs) able to play video games. And and I get so involved. I, like, I can't, I won't do anything else, you know? Like, that's why I can only play, like, Mario Kart. Um, But, um, yeah, RIP Nintendo 64. But, yeah, like, um, (laughs) why did I get rid of that gaming system? I regret it every day. Regret it every day. I I regret it, too. 
I miss it so much. You just sent me back like 20 years. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I miss it so much. And Yoshi's Story. I used to play Yoshi's Story on there. Like, I mean, oh, Wheel of Fortune was my favorite though. I smashed Wheel of Fortune. Like, so now I'm like. Yes. Yes, it was. (laughs) Oh my God. I did not know that. I think I was the only person who played it, and it's made me very—it's made me very good at Wheel of Fortune in real life. So you know, I'm always like, if anyone needs a Wheel of Fortune teammate, just uh, ready to go over here. <laughs> my fun fact: my sister was on Wheel of Fortune one time. One time. No, yeah, that is my it was, dream. It was like 2005, I want to say, and she was part of like their NBA week, so she got teamed <gasps> up with an NBA star. Um, and, what? And, yeah, they they won a decent amount of money, like five grand, I want to say. Oh my um, god, who who was her NBA star? Can you I completely I completely forget. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's okay. That's so cool. Oh my god, that's so cool. Oh my god, goals. That's awesome. That's great. I love that fun fact. Um. Oh, but yes. Yeah, so they're like, okay, they go they go to PJ's or JP's family's. Um like abode um and he clearly is like does not have it together he's like i love that his office is a shit show he's like smashing bugs he's like we don't have any viruses and like crushes some bugs um and uh yeah it's clearly not like super ideal um but he and they show them some options his assistant gourd who pops up and is like generally kind of scary um and like you know looks like something out of star wars is like he like hands them these images but it will only get them like seven bucks and they're like fuck we can't do that we need some like high priced items and so they're like fine you know you can do this you have to bring us back this car um from slaughterhouse um, <laughs> which again, sounds the like name, a pretty easy task, right? Yeah, it sounds really simple until, or yeah, slaughter, not slaughterhouse, slaughter race, slaughterhouse. Um, but until you get basically the same, um, and then they get to slaughter race, and it is just, I mean, full fucking Grand Theft Auto. I mean, like, I mean, like, just, and again, I was like, how did I get to play Grand Theft Auto? Like, that game was so fucked up, and I know, like, my parents did not let me play it. I definitely played it at other people's houses. And I was like, no, every time I did, I was like, this is a game? Like, I felt such, I felt such guilt playing that game whenever I would go to my best friend's house, because he had it, because he had older brothers. Um, Oh, mm mm-hmm. We were Vice Grand Theft Auto Vice City was the game that was out at the time. Yes. That was the game we were playing. I would feel so guilty afterwards. Yes. (laughs) It was so disturbing. It's really disturbing. I did love how good I got at like driving race cars on that game, but I wouldn't kill anyone. I would just like want to drive the car. This is why I'm terrible at video games and I'd always lose because I just didn't want anyone to get hurt and I didn't want anything bad to happen. I just wanted to like drive around in circles, which is why Mario Kart was a great situation. You know, Mario Mario Kart gets violent though. Like those turtle shells. Oh, sure. You can can fuck somebody up. <laughs> or a banana peel. Or, a banana, <laughs> or the banana Fuck those banana peels. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. 
take no um, prisoners. You take no prisoners in Mario Kart. Oh my God, you're right. I gotta gotta get that mentality in my brain a little more. <laughs> I'm like, whatever you want. I'm like playing Monopoly. I'm like, you just take the money. Like, I just don't want confrontation. Everyone's like, fuck off. Stop playing this game because you don't play it. <laughs> you're giving away money. Um, but in Slaughter Race, I mean, yeah, it's it's wild. It is not. Um, it is not ideal. It is very stressful. Um, it is a very different world. And um, Shank, a.k.a. Gal fucking Godot, shows up. And I am like, look at her in this hoodie. Look at her in this moto jacket. Like, look at her in these jeans. Her hair is perfect. She is so fucking hot as a cartoon and so hot as a human being. It is just unfair and I mean, she's Wonder Woman, so like I wouldn't expect anything less, you know. Right. It's just true. It's true. It's true. It was wild. She's beautiful. I I was like, this is one of the most beautiful cartoons I've ever seen. I was upset. She was um, seven. I, I there there was an interview with Kate McKinnon, and she was talking mm-hmm. about Gal because uh, she had hosted an episode of SNL like a season or two ago. Um, mm-hmm. And Kate McKinnon was talking about how just like awestruck she was by Gal and mm-hmm. how during like the first dinner that I went to, Gal was like in the middle of dinner, she like pointed to everybody at the table and was like, tell me something you've never told anyone before. <laughs> and they all did it. And it was like a very emotional evening, I guess. And that's wow. just the power of Gal Gadot because she is just stunning and She's yes. When she says jump, you say how high. I in a second. What do you need? Uh, why you want an oat milk latte? I'll make oat milk out of oats. I'll make it right now. I'll find coffee. Grow some coffee for you. I'll do anything. She's perfect. Um, but yes, yeah, so they all like. I and I love that all of these villains in this video game are so nice like they have their names are like super fucked up things like very aggressive things but then they're all just trying to like hold space for each other and they they're having this like conversation about like you know they like they really want to like respect each other's journeys i just love that i love that i think it's so great we we love a respectful villain we gotta love we do you must yes and so ralph is like okay I'm going to distract Shank and the crew. And then Vanellope grabs the car. There is this major fucking chase sequence. Like, Gal Gadot is such a fucking babe. See, again, even as a cartoon, she is such a good driver. She fucking crushes. But so does Vanellope. Like, Vanellope is slaying this game. Um, and, And I love it because Shank immediately is like, oh, my God, like, you're great. Like... You're super awesome. And um, Vanellope glitches through the fire and Shank drives through the fire backwards, which is so fucking cool. And then, of course, Vanellope and Ralph get cornered um, and Shank is like, listen, here's the thing. You don't need to steal cars. Let me just teach you a life lesson. You don't need from Gal Gadot. Like, you don't need to steal cars to make money. You can just make viral videos and you'll make money. (laughs) And I thought... The most like 2020, 2018 statement. Oh my gosh. So real. Yes. Just the most, the most, I was like, LOL. Um, 
And they're like, great. Well, cool. We'll just leave. Um, and then back, here's your car back. Sorry about that. Um, back in the internet, Ralph is like, okay, I think we should go back to Spamley's. And Vanellope's like, no, like, fuck that. We need to go to BuzzTube because people, like, they will give videos hearts. And again, I was like, you don't like a video, you give them hearts. That's interesting. Um and uh, you give them hearts, and so they're like, okay, great, fine. I'll go with you, but I think you might be wrong. And they get there. They're like, okay, we have to talk to the head al- the head algorithm, which I love, who, um, who apparently is, like, already obsessed with this video that Gal had taken of him, um, a.k.a. Taraji P. Henson, who plays Yes. Uh. I just <laughs> – I just <laughs> – I just like her costumes, her wardrobe, her sunglasses. She's so perfect, so chic, so well styled. And Taraji is brilliant. I think she's so well cast. It's such good casting. I love yeah, she she slips into that role really well. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh, someone incredibly glamorous and powerful. Not a problem for her. Not a problem for her at all. Um Yeah, so they meet her, um, and she's like, listen, you need to make more videos because that's how you make more money. So I love that Ralph is like, oh, and I I felt like this was such a dig at basically, like, every viral video. But he was like, well, I'll just copy what's popular. And he does it, and they all go viral. (laughs) Right. Right. So good. Because what are we watching? We're watching cats and more cats, you know? Yep. Yep. That's what the people want. It is that and people hurting themselves. That is like what the people, <laughs> that is what the people want. Um, but yeah, so then everyone down on like the buzz, the buzz tube floor, um, they're like releasing, um, they're like releasing the little hearts and they get, then they get vacuumed up, which I thought was so cute. And, um, and so yes is like, okay. And I do, I love that yes is like, I'm going to help you all the way. Like I'm going to be your number one supporter. Um, and, and so she releases this army of pop-up pop-up soldiers to go to the other social media networks to get more clicks. And I just can't, it's just like so good and real and specific and amazing. It's just brilliant. Um, and then I love like on Instagram, which is a literal gallery, an art gallery, um, a pop-up shows up and is like, click on this, click on that. Like is so aggressive. And they're like, ah, like, (laughs) it's so good. That's how I feel. It's it's exactly, it's exactly how it is. Like, it's just Mm -hmm. obsessive, like obnoxious, obnoxious thing that happens to you on the internet is when a pop-up comes up and you're just like, I just, I just want to read this cheesecake recipe go away yes the cheesecake recipe leave me alone um and vanellope is like i don't know being a pop-up sounds fun um and ralph like again just like really doesn't want her to go um because he's gonna miss her um which i love but then i also love that like the the trajectory of this narrative of like him missing her and that restricting her from being able to do what makes her happy, um, I think is so, so interesting to present in a children's movie. And like, right. you know, I mean, if kids get half of any of this, I'm like, that is great. 
it's like some real that's some really grown up shit is it really is just having the maturity to let someone go even mm-hmm. though it may not be what makes you happiest it's, it's what makes yes. them happy. exactly exactly um and so yeah so um Yes, is going to send her to the gaming district, um, but and which is basically where um, uh, I almost called the game Scarface, which is definitely a movie. Um, but um, <laughs> I'm like, why get slaughter race Scarface? <laughs> close, 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 but wrong. Um, strong choice, wrong choice. Um, but yeah. <laughs> What what were you saying? I was just saying close, but also completely wrong. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so, and Ralph is like, no, I don't want her to go to the slaughter race. So um, why don't you try sending her to this like castle that looks really cute, a.k.a. the Oh My Disney website. Who loves it? I do. I'm obsessed. Who is taking their quizzes while I work at my gym job? Me. I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Um, and I literally in all caps was like, I am screaming. I was fucking losing my mind when I was in the theater. I mean, it is like, it is all like everyone is fucking there. It's like the, the original hat from, um, like Disney before it was Hollywood studios. Um, and it was like this original sorcerer Mickey hat and like the, the house from up. And it's like the fucking details in that one shot. I mean, it honestly is astounding. It's it's a lot. It's, I would love to like go back and just like fine tooth comb several times over, go over that one scene and figure out how many different new things I can catch every time. Yes. Oversaturated. With so much going on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I think Stan Lee is maybe in it, or like it's like Stan Lee has a he has an animated cameo. Oh my god! It's like yeah, it just doesn't quit. It's like Easter eggs on Easter eggs on Easter eggs. It's so good. Um, and, and I love that we get this little girl, like taking this princess quiz, um, on, oh my Disney, which is literally like all anyone does on their website. They also have great quotes, but, um, but then, but then we get a panel with baby Groot and I fucking, I can't, I can't. It's like everything I love so much. (laughs) It's so cute. Um, and then I love that Vanellope runs into some stormtroopers. I mean, to, like, I can't. Again, I'm like, this is too good. Like, Star Wars characters, Muppet characters, Disney characters. It's too good. It's too good. All in, all in one spot. And all in one spot. Here to, here to give you Disney goodness. Yes. Um, and she runs into them, and they're like, wait a minute. You're not supposed to be here. Um, and so she ends up like getting kind of cornered and goes into this unmarked, like beautiful door that has a tiara on it. And then I lose my shit every fucking time because it because it is literally a room of every fucking Disney princess. And if the voice actresses are still alive, which most of them are, um, they are voicing those fucking princesses. And that is like truly nothing is cooler to me than that as a voice actor. I'm like this, I mean, like 
you've, and of course they're not in the room at the same time, but in my head, I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, it's just, it's just so cool. Um, and I think the, I think the only ones who aren't voiced by the original actresses are Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella and Snow White, I believe, which would probably make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, oh my God. I mean, like Anika Noni Rose and Idina Menzel and Kristen Bell, like I just can't handle myself. I can't handle it. It's too good. It's too it was, much. I didn't, I didn't realize that um, the it was being voiced by the original voice actor until after I saw it. I was like looking through media and I was like, oh shit, they went all mm-hmm. out. Yes, they went all they went all fucking out for this movie. Um, and I love that Cinderella, they see like they kind of freak out. And I love that they're all super badass. Like Cinderella breaks her glass slipper and is going to like stab her with it. It's <laughs> oh so good. So funny. <laughs> it's so good. It's so detailed. Um, Mulan, obviously the most badass of all is like, oh, I have a sword. Don't fuck. Like she has a sword. Everyone can put down like their poison apple. Like she, yeah. like Mulan's got it handled. Um, but, um, but yeah, like, um, and, and I love that they're admiring her like track suit. And so Cinderella's like, I'll have my mice take care of it and makes each princess their own like pajama version with like a very cleverly themed t-shirt also. I can't. I can't. They're, they're fucking great. Like they're yes. each of them just rocks their outfit. Ugh, they all look so good. I'm like, I can't. Um and they I love that they're like <laughs> like asking her questions to make sure she's a princess and and she's like I don't have a mom and they're all like neither do we or like you know or so, like something like that. Like it's just yeah. so it's so smart. Um, and, and so, and she's kind of like, Penelope's kind of talking about how she, you know, can't really find her purpose and like, and Moana and Pocahontas and, uh, Snow White and a lot of the other princesses are like, just go look in the water and like, it'll tell you what you need. Like, you know, it'll tell you what you need to know just so they like teach her how to look in the water and then sing. Um, and meanwhile, C-3PO comes in to tell them they have five minutes before their next princess quiz. I died. I died. I cannot. A sl- I mean, a C-3PO cameo. It's just too good. It's too good. They, they, they did that. They did that just for you. They did just that. They did. It, it felt this entire portion of the movie. I was like, is this for me? Do you guys, <laughs> you know, like, right. And I'm like, no, idiot. But, you know, in my head, I'm like, it's um, but, um, <laughs> but meanwhile, um, yes. And Ralph, um, they, they can't load his last video. And so Ralph kind of gets frustrated and he, I love that they get the like Mac, like rainbow turning circle, um, yeah. when it's thinking, oh yeah. my God, fucking brutal. So brutal. Um, and so Ralph goes down to the floor, um, and he's like forcing people to like his video essentially, and then he finds the comment section. Oh um, my god, that broke my heart. It honestly really is makes me so emotional and so brutal, um, and so true. Um, and yes, finds him and is like, "Oh yeah, I should have told you that the one thing you don't do on the internet is read the comment section." Um, which is so fucking true. Like, I think I made that mistake not on any, and I can't even, I cannot 
imagine being a celebrity or making YouTube videos like, you know, and like the shit people say, it's just like, I think I read a comment section once on something and I was like, oh, I can never do this again. Like it's because people, you know, are cowards in real life and super fucking brave behind the computer. They get real bold when they can have. They get. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't have to be a decent human. I can be an asshole if I want. It's cool. No one knows right. it's me. And I'm like, no, we do. We'll find you. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so insane. Um, yeah, and I love that they show, like, that Ralph is crying. Like, this giant man is really hurts his feelings. Um, but he's like, I'm going to take this on the chin. Like, you know what? The only heart that matters to me is the one that Vanellope gave me. Um, and, and then yes, is like, well, guess what? You made 30 K. So like you got enough for the wheel. Um, and like, meanwhile, (laughs) cut to Vanellope is now staring into this puddle. I love that. She's looking in a puddle, like not a stream, not the ocean, not a wishing well. She's looking in a puddle in like classic Vanellope fashion. Very, Um, very, very on brand. Yes. Very on brand. Um, and she's trying to find her purpose. Um, and, uh, and Ralph pops up on their little like walkie talkie thing on their little like aim virtual aim. And is like, Hey, we can go home now. And she's like, Oh, that's great. But like, doesn't seem excited about it. And then we get her, the image of her seeing, um, slaughter race in the fucking puddle. And then we get, Sarah fucking Silverman singing a princess ballad called Slaughter Race. And it's just gold. It's gold. It's genius. It's genius. It's, everything. it's pretty much everything I could have ever asked for from Sarah Silverman. Yes. Her, I, her Disney princess ballad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's so good. Um, and uh, meanwhile, we cut back to Ralph. Um, and he's, he's at eBay, um, and he calls her to see, um, you know, to see if she's coming cause she was supposed to meet him at eBay and just sees her sitting there chatting with Shank, um, and saying that she wants to sl- stay in slaughter race and is like saying all these things that like she, you know, could never say to Ralph. And I, and you know, I'm like, yeah, I mean, this is like seemingly the first maternal figure like she has ever had. And like, she obviously can connect with her in a different way, Ralph. Um, and, but, um, but yeah, Ralph is like, he really believes she's doing the wrong thing. And so he's like, oh my God, what could I do? What if I emitted like a virus in slaughter race? Um, and I mean, yeah, shit only really goes downhill from here. Um, and, uh, and, uh, so then he goes, he goes to Spamly again, JP Spamly. And, um, I, I do love that maybe that is like kind of like a nod to JP Morgan. I really hope that's true. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, I didn't think of that until just now. Huh. 
Maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, so he goes down there to the dark net um, and Gord's cousin, which is like very disturbing. He is like a, a twin coming out of his own body. It was like very, I was like, this is a yeah. lot. This dark uh, net is. It was, it was real, real gross. It was real gross. Was really not a fan of that. Um, and um and so he's like, yeah, I'll set you up with the virus. Number one, don't be stupid. Number two, make sure it stays in slaughter race. Like, those are the two rules. Um, and so we cut to Vanellope, and it's right before she's going to have her first race in slaughter race. Um, but meanwhile, the fucking virus, this shit is, like, lurking. It's very scary. The way they animated this shit, I was like, this is so fucking scary. <laughs> yeah, it was like, by far the scariest part of this movie was that virus. Yes, yes. And I love that it's scanning for insecurities. Fuck. Fuck. You can't can't hide that shit. No, exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I was like, what can't you hide in fucking securities? Oh, my God. Mm. It's so smart. Um, I'll never stop saying this movie is smart. I'm sorry I've said it a hundred times, but I will say what I say. <laughs> and it is smart, and I can't say it enough. Um, but, um, but yeah, so Vanellope, she stops driving because she sees this, like, thing that looks like Ralph, but it's just, like, this weird blow-up, like, you know, like, used car lot uh, balloon thing. Um, and the virus fucking sees Vanellope, notes that she is an insecurity because of her glitch— and and she doesn't belong in the game. Um, and so then he um, he copies it, the virus then copies the insecurity and then spreads it all over the game. Um, and so shit is like now going fucking down. Um, and Ralph has to save Vanellope or I'm I'm sorry, um, Shank has to save Vanellope when shit starts falling down or she's going to be deleted as part of the game. Um, And Vanellope ends up crashing. Ralph makes it to her just in time for them to escape, but he breaks through the fucking wall like a badass. Um, And which, uh, you know, spoiler, leads to some not great things uh, five minutes from now. But um, he then, like, in such a heart, like such... A touching scene between the two of them. He confesses to Vanellope um, what he did, um, you know, because he felt like he was losing her and because she was going to be better friends with Shank and which I feel like is all shit. And I'll speak for myself like, you know, that's super fucking relatable as as a friend, as a partner. Like that's something, you know, I feel like so many people have felt. Um, Yeah. Yeah. As much as I like. Like, I, like, as much as I really wanted to sympathize with Ralph, and I did. Like, I get mm-hmm. it. I get jealousy, I get insecurity. Like, part mm-hmm. of, and I think you could probably also agree with this, that part of what he did made me, like, really upset. Like, yes. why? <laughs> so, and yes, I get that you're hurt and scared, but also, you know, I was, I was just annoyed because I felt like he was being very selfish in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an imperfect character, and that's that's part of the appeal. Is that you know yeah. he's not perfect? Is that he has flaws? Um, right. Yes. Yeah. I totally that, agree. Yeah, I found I found that, that that particular character choice for him was difficult for me to 
to to you know take on the chin all at the same time continue rooting for him i mean i, yes. I got there eventually but it just took it took it took some work it took some work yeah no no same i i didn't realize how much i disliked ralph in this movie like it was i i was like no yeah you're being very selfish like you you almost killed your friend because mm-hmm. you didn't want her hanging out with other people like what that's yeah that's wild and i do love that later in the film every single person calls him out on that like the yeah. bartender calls him out on it Penelope calls him out and he's also not listening to her she said the whole time like I never said we couldn't be friends anymore I said you were not being a good friend because you weren't which is a very different thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very different um, but yeah so and she tears off the cookie heart necklace and throws it over the edge of this balcony Meanwhile, this fucking terrifying, like, Death Eater virus escapes and copies Ralph, who is an insecurity, not supposed to be there, um, a.k.a. But I love that they're like, oh, because I'm, you know, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm out of my game. No, bitch, because you're fucking insecure. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's why you're an insecurity. Or at least that's what I thought. We got you. We found you. Yes. You can't hide. Yes, you've been found. Sorry about it. You're insecure. Um, and not in like a fun Issa way, like Issa Rae way, like not than that. And like you were just like fucking insecure and, and you're being very selfish. Like you're not you you're not being great. Not being great. And being I, I like to 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 slightly, slightly tangent. Um, yes. I love how like there is no like there really isn't like a villain in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Unless you want to count the Death Eater weird-looking anaconda like virus, um, right? There, there really is like no like pure like antagonistic force in this movie. Yeah. I feel like most of what the main characters are grappling with are either a their relationships with each other or b their relationships with themselves. Um, wow, which I think is really unique to to see in a Disney movie, where I feel like that's very much kind of like the, the standard for for animated films. Is like there there is a villain, there's the good guy, and then there's the bad guys. Um, but with yes. this, but less cut and dried and black and white. It's more complicated than that. Um, yeah, which I found to be I- cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I thought about that, but yeah, there isn't a villain. Like, I feel like that kind of gives us the opportunity to think about the idea that we all, you know, we all have the potential to be villains to ourselves, to other people, you know, if, um, yeah, if we're just, but yeah, like you said, it's complicated, um, because Ralph thinks he's doing the right thing, but he's not doing the right thing by Vanellope. You know, he's doing the right thing for him without, actually taking her into consideration like what she would want um that's great oh my god I love that that like blew my mind I love that (laughs) um I'm like oh oh, this is why this is great um but yeah so Vanellope now she is getting um she is getting followed by the Ralphs um as they start breaking the internet literally um 
because that's her friend. I mean, so fucking scary also. Like, this this part is very hard for me to watch. Um, I, yeah, it, it, yeah, it like, it really creeped me out. And, and she, she goes into, she runs into knows more and they shut her off in his sight. Um, and Ralph, Ralph, real Ralph breaks in, um, and knows more is like, listen, you have to lead all of these fucking clones through, um, through like, software secure or antivirus district. That's what it is. Um, and, um, so they're like, okay, great. We're going to make this a Pied Piper situation. Vanellope is going to lead all of them to this district. Uh, meanwhile, yes, picks them up in her fabulous plane. She looks incredible, obviously. Um, and the plane fucking crashes because all of these fucking Ralphs are climbing on top of one another to get to the plane. It was very upsetting to me. I was like, I feel very claustrophobic by all of these Ralphs. <laughs> I don't, I don't like this. Very much like this, the movie took a horror, mo- a horror, a horror movie twist after, yes. after the Ralphs came to the picture. Yes. Yeah. And then all of the Ralphs become a giant Ralph. That's... They fucking like Power Rangers Megazord this shit. And just yes. Like, yes. Morphing the one thing. I was like, oh shit. And I hated that it was like moving while he was giant. Like it was just very, I, I had a hard time. I didn't like it. Yes. Yes. It was so crazy. And then real Ralph is using, like, this giant tack to fight off giant Ralph. Um, Vanellope falls into giant Ralph's hand. Um, And so he takes her to the top of the building. We have this great, like, King Kong shot. Um, And real Ralph is like, okay, I'm going to swing around. I'm going to distract giant Ralph, but obviously gets caught by giant Ralph. And Vanellope is like, listen, I will be your friend if you let him go. Um, but real Ralph, oh my God. And I love this part. This is so beautiful. And again, I was like, we love a character arc with someone addressing things within themselves and realizing they were wrong. Um, I love to see that. Um, when he says you have to let her go, um, because, oh God, so good. You have to let her go. You don't own her. You can't do something that would keep her from following her dream you know Mm -hmm. he was like you just have to trust her because that is what best friends do i mean fuck man i mean right there yes yes and then ralph because he fixed his insecurity which i was like fixed okay um because he's (laughs) have we at all uh, have we okay 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 um make progress Right. Yes, we definitely have made major progress. Um, And so they all disappear um, and he starts falling. And meanwhile, thank God we get another scene with the princesses, because obviously this is what I'm waiting for. This is so fucking epic. I love that the princesses down on the ground go, a giant man falling who needs our help. We have to save him. And then they like (laughs) all like they band the fuck together. They use all of their fucking like princesses powers and what they do best 
to save him. Um, and you get like Ariel, like you get the hair toss and you get all these underscore themes from all these movies and like Mulan. It's, it's fucking awesome. I mean, I geek out so fucking hard in this scene. Um, like as they all work together to save him again, I love that it is all women, like saving a man, they don't need to be fucking saved. Like they're plenty mm-hmm. powerful enough. Um, and I love that he falls into one of Snow White's dresses, <laughs> which has parachutes of the other Disney princess dresses, which take him to the royal mattress where he lands. Um, and Tiana brings her prince, um, Naveen, a.k.a. the frog, um, and kisses him. And that is how he wakes up. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Such a fun series of events. It, oh, yeah, it's, it is a great princessy farce. Um, and... And then Vanellope and Ralph, which I kind of forgot this happened. I would like, I feel like I probably was like so, riding so high from that princess scene that I kind of just forgot the rest of the movie happened. Um, but Vanellope and Ralph are parting ways and they each take a part of the cookie necklace. Um, and they say, I love you to each other, which I also love that like, this is a platonic relationship yeah. and like, and you can still love this person so much. Um, and, um, and in my favorite quote from the movie, he says, uh, he's like, you got to get out of here. The world's waiting for you. I mean, fuck me up every time. So good. (laughs) He's come a long way. Ralph came a long way. He did. He did. Um, she heads into slaughter race and back at the arcade, like Felix and Calhoun have raised these racers so well. They're not dicks anymore. Um, they're not competitive. (laughs) Um, and Ralph has joined a book club. Um, and they all gather each week, um, and bake things for each other. Um, and he's talking to Vanellope over like a little hologram walkie talkie that they have. Um, they talk each week and then, you know, they just head right back to work just like before and end a film. Like what a great button. It's so good. It's so good. It is. And I love this. I feel like this movie could have ended one of two ways. A, mm-hmm. it could have ended the way it did with Penelope, mm-hmm. or Penelope and Ralph going their separate ways. Or mm-hmm. B, it could have been like Penelope being like, you know what? I don't need a different life. I don't need a different life. I'm content being where I am. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I like how they chose to go the harder, more realistic route with it. With her yeah. being, I feel more at home and more like I'm my like truest self-actualized self when I'm at slaughter race. Yeah. (laughs) I love, I just, I I guess I love how they play into the realistic nature of, you know, making that difficult, difficult decision to, to leave behind what's familiar to you to go pursue what you want. Yeah. I, Oh my God. That's so true. Is that what your takeaway would be? Um, in a way, yeah. My my main takeaway is that, like, having only seen the movie once, mm-hmm. my, my like, initial, like, knee-jerk reaction to it was kind of viewing it as being, like, an allegory for change. Because um, yeah. you've got you've got these two different worlds with, within the movie of, like, the arcade world 
and the internet world, which mm-hmm. I feel like for me kind of represented like the past and slash the way things are. And then the mm-hmm. representing like the future, a way forward, like what's next, what's to come. Um, mm-hmm. And then Ralph staying in, in, in the, in, you know, what's familiar in, in the past and in, in the now, and then Penelope going forward and like reconciling what is, how do you, how, how do you deal with a situation where two people are on like, kind of diametrically opposed paths but still Mm. love each other very much um Mm -hmm. for me i guess the movie felt like it was about figuring out like what the hell how how do we how do we sift through that that, all that noise and all that mess because it's not easy no no when when you have a different vision for your life than what your friends do um yeah that can (laughs) That can lead to a lot of resentment and hurt feelings, like we saw in the film. Um, yeah. it takes it takes some some big people to you know put personal feelings aside and just be happy for someone and accept change as a natural part of life, which I yeah. feel like is you know where where Ralph and Vanellope they they got to that point at the end of the movie. They had to go through that that whole journey to be able to say like you know what things are changing and it's scary, but it's also good. And even though things are changing outside this, you and me, this relationship mm-hmm. is going to stay the same and that's it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think that's so true. I think it's so, this was uh, watching it now, like with a more critical lens, like that, that stuck out to me so much, the idea of change, um, and the idea of embracing someone who is willing to change or wants to change. Um, and I think that's so hard in so many relationships, um, because we see change as a bad thing or, you know, it's like somehow drilled into us that it's scary, um, and not something to be celebrated. Um, you know, you know, someone growing up or growing out of a certain situation, um, like a job, you know, is exciting. Like that should be celebrated as long as it's making them happy. Um, and I, and I think the idea of like, you know, really pursuing what you want to pursue, um, that you feel like is your purpose, despite, yeah, your friends thinking differently, um, which I feel like as artists, you know, we experience more readily, but, um, I think that's such a great lesson. Um, and yeah, just the idea that your convictions and I love that Vanellope trusts herself the entire movie. Like she really in the, in the beginnings kind of second guesses herself, but the rest of the time she's like, no, you're being a bad friend. And like, I do think it also says about a lot about relationships and friendships and how the good ones are worth fighting for, but also, also like they're worth working on and they're not always easy, which I think was really interesting. But yeah, I'm so glad you chose this. This was so fun and so fun to, I'm so glad you got to watch it for the first time. I'm glad I got to do it. It's been like, it's been sitting on my Netflix queue for like the better part of the year. <laughs> and I just like never gotten to it. Like most things on my Netflix queue. Same. Um, <laughs> just gave me an excuse to finally to get the thing done. 
Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you so, so, and thank you so much for coming back. Like, I'm so grateful. It's always such a pleasure having you. You're so insightful and wise and funny. And I'm just so grateful that you spend time doing this with me. I am grateful that you had me back. And it's always a pleasure to have a narrative. So thank you. Thank you for joining me for another episode of BDE Big Disney Energy. We'll see you real soon. 